0: Good morning. Welcome to First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. We are delighted to have you here for worship this morning. Old friends and new, please pick up the friendship pad and pass it to everyone in your pew. Please sign your name so that we're aware of your presence and we can all greet one another by name at the conclusion of worship. If you wish to talk to a Stephen minister confidentially, the Stephen minister on duty today is Lynn Hewatt, and she is available in the narthex wearing a special name tag. Please take a look at the bulletin for details of upcoming events and additional announcements. And I just have a few announcements here. You will notice that our hymn boards are blank. And that is because all the hymns that you need for this morning are presented in the bulletin. You don't need to look at your hymnals at all this morning. And then I'd like to remind you for our Christmas Eve worship services, okay, they will be held at 4.30 p.m., 8.00 p.m., and 10.30 p.m. And next week, December 27th, next Sunday, we will only be holding one worship service, and that will be at ten A.M. There will be no eight thirty AM worship service. And please join us for refreshments in fellowship hall at the end of worship. We will begin our service with a prelude.
1: Let us pray. Gracious
2: Gracious God, God, in a a place that that still is simple, whether hay or golden steeple, come come the hearts hearts of every people
3: to believe with one
2: another as a sister, sister, as as a brother. Let the The peace peace we all inherit be awakened by your spirit. By By your grace, grace, O God God the Father, Father, sometime mother, sister, brother. brother, let us face the love of old which by faith will now unfold. Amen. Father, mother, sister, brother, family of faith, we aren't always faithful, but God knows that and forgives us. So with confidence, let us together use this corporate prayer of confession. Lord Jesus, we are aware that a strange ennui, a vague restlessness, an insidious fear, and a dark despondency threaten to engulf us and our world. We are those who have heard the gospel and believed. But although we are your followers, we still hesitate to allow you access to the innermost places of our deepest yearnings. We'd like to think that as Christians, we have it all together. But in honesty, we admit to the emptiness, the sins and sorrows that often beset us. We choose now to acknowledge and confess before you this hunger that haunts and humbles us. Have mercy upon us all. Come to us in our need and our yearning. For Christ's sake. Scripture reminds us that the Lord is upright and grace-filled. God instructs sinners in the way of righteousness and leads the humble along the paths of steadfast love. So wait upon God. All day long, abide in the covenant and rely on the truth. God is our salvation and worthy of trust, and God has forgiven us all of our sins. And you may be seated.
4: Having lit the candles of hope, peace, and joy, our Advent wreath becomes complete as we light the fourth candle of love.
5: Perhaps the best description we have heard about the nature of love has been given to us in the Bible. Many times we have heard the words, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres.
6: We have learned about how to dress for Advent and Christmas in the words of Colossians. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And we learned about the nature of sacrifice that is rooted in love when Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, than he lay down his life for his friends.
2: As we push through the Bible, we find words that tell us about the nature of God's love, especially in the New Testament, when people had an opportunity to reflect more deeply on what Jesus had to say. There we read, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Or we find this direct advice. Dear children... Let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth.
6: In the New Testament, we find all those comments were read often at weddings, but intended for all our relationships. If I speak with the human eloquence or the language of angels, but of no love, I become no more than blaring brass or crashing cymbal. Apparently, even the angels would have understood that even the best that their speech wasn't as important as what is said by an act of love. Some people will understand our love by what we do as well as what we say.
5: We have learned that love describes the nature of God. First John says, whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. And we are told, there is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love.
4: We observe this truth that combines all of our candles today. Love never fails. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Let us pray. O God of good news, we thank you that you have wanted to communicate your love to us and that you sent angels to prepare us with the anticipation of your intention. We are grateful that you selected humble shepherds and humble people like Mary and Joseph to enter the earth and bring hope and peace through a child. May our hearts be as open and receptive to your heralds as this couple, and may our expectant attitude be similar to theirs. Be the angels, one or many, we rejoice in your message and promise of Messiah. Amen.
7: The earth brought forth vegetation, all these plants yielding seeds of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
6: A land of snow and desert, rose of Sharon, Mount Moriah, in a land of deep crevices, fountains hid beneath high mountains, promised land of milk and honey, olive oil, and Caesar's money.
4: In a time of occupation, subjugation, and desecration, eagles cast in gold and silver, elegance of silk and marble decking halls of queens and temples, awesome, royal, gilded cities, muffling cries for peace and pity.
6: In a world hid under darkness, came a muses never written, from the lips of a prophet smitten. Of a melody unending, born for children comprehending, no more gloom and none in English, those in darkness walk in light. In the land of deep, deep darkness, there has shined a child so bright, the oppressor rod is broken, for a child newborn has spoken, who is named the wonderful, mighty God, eternal Father, mighty no, whom angels know as Prince of Peace.
2: A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every hill shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain and the valleys will be made made sender. The word of the Lord is coming and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all peoples shall see it together. For the word and the mouth of the Lord has been spoken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: Thank you.
8: The kingdom of prophets and angels is beyond all imagination. More than a star in the east, it births the angelic light of halo, a light that dazzles and stuns and makes preachers and prophets speechless. Halo can be seen over choirs and heard in a song. Halo is the light of awe when teachers run out of words and children stand in silence to wonder. A bright halo is the wonder of brand new thoughts, new seasons, new faith. Mary believes she wears a halo on most every easel. The miracle of halo is best seen in the halo on each other.
6: Halo of Angels is a miracle of tongues of fire, prophet, wisdom. Nation under God as one people, aglow, moving together in one great light, but in strangers and enemies as friends and family. Sounds of fire in a choir, harmonies ending in one melody.
4: The the kingdom of
6: heaven sees halo on the world,
4: on Sarah and Hannah, Rebecca, Mary, Elizabeth, Agar, Mary of Mag- Magdala, <clears throat> Mother Teresa, Henry, Naomi, Ruth, Peter, Paul, St. Francis, Martin, Joseph, and Maria. Halos give light to prisoners to stillbirth, to frightened soldiers, halos to divorce and death, when when all alone to a dish. To addiction, halo's halo is the light of God. God said, "Let there be light," and there was light on all creation. There is a halo for the earth, the, ki- the earth, the kingdom of prophecies and angels
6: is all one halo.
4: The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God.
2: recognizing that the God who loves us gifted us first with the Christ child, with life, with everything. We will return to God that which is most sacred, our first fruits. First, we have these intimations of what we might be praying for in this week, including being with the family of Derek Peters, who tomorrow will defend his Ph.D. thesis in Boston, and also celebrating Bev Pollock's birthday, which was yesterday, And a bevy of teenagers' birthdays, which are today. Yasmin Fernay's and young Mr. Zimmer, we give thanks for those. We also are in prayer for the family of Mark Piper's dad, who passed away this week and whose memorial services will be held out of town. And also for the family of Betty Phelps. Betty passed away peacefully in her sleep this week. And her memorial service will be held on Tuesday, the 29th at 3 p.m. right here in this sanctuary. Friends, please join me in our offertory prayer. Caring God, we slowly learn how defenseless we are, how dependent we are upon your provision and your grace. In sending your beloved son Jesus to earth as a helpless infant, you showed us we are to come to you with just such vulnerability. And so, with the trust and confidence of little children, we offer ourselves and our resources to you and lay our gifts at Jesus' manger. May our giving be a blessing to others also depending upon your love and mercy this day. Amen.
1: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being was life, and the life was the light of all. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light. He was not the light. He came to testify that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to this light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world... And the world was created through him. And yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, he gave power to become children of God. Born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The word of the Lord. Thank you to God.
8: In the fullness of God's time, there comes a soft angelic glow as a sign God is below. Our hearts are open right for faith that comes through the dark with light. The The words by prophets long foretold will in this place and time unfold. The angel songs in heaven's high will break the silence of the sky.
1: In the fullness of God's time.
8: The Christ inside nativity will find a room inside of me. In the fullness of God's time, the one we name, the God I am, will sing with us this song. Amen.
1: Please join me in prayer. Majestic God, you transcend all that is, and yet you exist as a risen Christ in our very midst and as the Holy Spirit in our hearts. We worship you this day. We love the mystery, and even though we pursue knowledge, O God, off with ardor and passion, we Nevertheless, understand in this Advent season that there's so much more to know and that life itself is birthed, lifted, upheld, not so much by knowledge as by love, by the love that we experience in you. We thank you, God, that in Christ's birth you have shown that you give not what we expect, but what we need. That you are with us through the stages of our human journey, our dependence of infancy and childhood, our temptation towards self-reliance in youth and adulthood, and the reversion to the trust of a child in the fullness of our maturity. We pray that we might lay aside our pride in being grown up and self-sufficient and come to you in the truth of our littleness and our liabilities. We pray for faith that through the reality of your presence with us in the baby Jesus, all things will be made new. We pray for those who think they have to be strong and able and capable at every moment. We pray for those who confuse childishness with childlikeness, And we pray for those who suffer pain, be it emotional or mental or spiritual or physical. Lord God, receive our prayers and our hopes this Advent Day. That we might help bring into practice in our ministry and mission the words of our Christ when he taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us daily bread, and forgive us as we forgive our sins. And lead us not into temptation, but us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever.
7: Oh God, your word is a great promise, a very good news, a promise kept, a story so good to all the earth, we need only to say, so be it, and believe. Our believing will find its work to do. Through the message of prophets and angels, your promise will break through, will struggle and penetrate, hold out, and it will not quit. Your light will get to your people. Your light will shine through bad press, oppression, poor preaching, and no choir, and will shine in worlds covered with fear and fog, dust, distrust, darkness, sadness, anger, and gloom. Your word of hope for heaven and for earth is a story released to all the nations, in every tongue and spirit. Long ago, once in a time, just before a deadline, in the fullness of time, all creation was open to one spot on earth, where all people could see, Bethlehem. We, your children, still look and listen for your glad tidings, We listen through fog and storm, disbelief and unbelief, through death, through war and anger, through thick darkness and gloom, and we hear dimly, sometimes clearly, very clearly, the news, the good news, the very good news, the glad tidings of a very great joy. Amen. Amen.
2: you've gathered with shepherds and angels to witness to the good news. Our prayer requests bring news of other miracles in our midst. Jim Hotelling is continuing to do well, enough so that he's out of guarded condition. He's truly a miracle man. And the baby for whom we've been praying for three long months, Mackenzie Malam, whose birthday should not have been until a few weeks from now, she is doing so well that she doesn't need oxygen. What she needs is our continued prayers and the hope that comes from all of you gathered here today, witnessing with prophets and angels to the upcoming birth of Jesus Christ in our hearts each and every day. So welcome to great-granddaughters, babies waiting to be baptized, students back from college and from med school, to one and all. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon with favor and give you peace